Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And hey, uh, welcome once again to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel, along with Mike, uh, getting set to talk once again about God and His wonderful grace. Something that um, He, in His goodwill for us, has given to us freely. And man, we're just resting in this thing, Mike. We're just uh, enjoying the grace of God, enjoying His peace, and, and enjoying the, the, the abundant life that He's given us in Himself. I know I've got a long ways to go as far as really fully experiencing uh, this thing called the abundant life. Now, I, I know that uh, I've experienced the abundant life, and I know I know what abundant life is, at least I think I do. And just, you know, being able to talk this stuff out has really helped me in in my growth in understanding who I am in Christ and the abundant life that I have. And hopefully uh, it'll do the same for our listeners as, uh, as we uh, get set to talk here again about uh, the subject of growing in grace. Uh, and I hope you're doing good this week, Mike. Well, I'm doing great, Joel. In fact, I'm, I'm doing so good. What you were talking about is true. I, I, I know in my heart there is so much more to learn, so much more to grow, uh, so much more to understand. There, there's a part of me that feels like uh, not that there's something missing in my life, but that there's, there's more to be had. And maybe it will be that way for eternity. Uh, greater things to understand and, and, uh, and, and get to know God even more. And as we do that, of course, uh, what, what a joy that, that is. Having said that, things have been going so well in my Christian life since I've entered the Grace Walk that uh, do you ever have those moments where you, you feel so at ease, so at peace, so forgiven, so unafraid, that you start to almost feel guilty about it? <laughs> I think there's, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you can tell how you can tell how poorly we were programmed during those religion years that when you start feeling guilty about how forgiven you are, I mean, how, what kind of uh, that's a sort of an oxymoron, probably of some sort. <laughs> well, it's true because I think you know a lot of the places that uh, that we go, that I've been, that you've been, probably, and a lot of our listeners have been in in the Christian world, the teachings and and what is preached often focuses on how sinful we are on on all the things that we're supposed to change you know in order to, to become better people or, be, or to become better christians how to be good little christian boys and girls and i i know what you're talking about because when i finally did uh, come to that place where i understood that i am fully forgiven i'm fully forgiven by the blood of jesus you know because of the blood of jesus christ and not only that but i have life I have life that is so far above and so far surpasses, you know, any sin that I could ever commit because it's a gift that God has given me. And then you you go around and, and you see a lot of you know Christians kind of just with their heads hung low or always focused on I've got to change this in my life or I'm working on this right now. And when you're in a place of peace where you're trusting the Lord to work His works in and through you. It, rather than being in a place where you're constantly weighing your motives, you're constantly trying to figure out if you're in God's will or not, uh, when, when you've changed from that to a place of rest and peace, <laughs> it, 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 there is a big difference there. And I can understand that, that you, like you say, it's an oxymoron, that guilt that you feel for understanding that you're not guilty anymore. <laughs> well, and you mentioned peace, Joel, and that's kind of our... Our little subject here over the next few minutes. Uh, thanks for joining us this week here on Growing in Grace. 
we're going to start out um, with the great announcement of peace that came in, in Luke chapter 2. You know, when Adam and Eve fell in the garden, uh, that was a place of peace. I, I mean, peace between God and man. I mean, a peace like you and I probably never really experienced before. And when the, the fall of man occurred and man disobeyed God, that, that peace disappeared uh, between God and man. And uh, it, it sort of disappeared uh, to, a, to a great degree until Luke chapter 2. And that's what makes this announcement from the angel such a, such a huge deal because, I mean, you've got these shepherds out there. The angel shows up, angel of the Lord, stood before them. The glory of the Lord was shining all around them. And the angel said, do not be afraid. I love that phrase, or fear not. Behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which will be to all people. For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. And this will be the sign to you. You will find a babe wrapped in clothes, lying in a manger. And suddenly there was a, a, an angel, a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth, peace, goodwill toward men. Uh, we think of this scripture often around the Christmas season. But, you know, usually when you see that banner, peace, goodwill toward men, most of us have been programmed to think uh, that, that we're talking about peace from man to man, uh, goodwill from one man to another man. And certainly that's something that we want to strive for, but that's really not what's being talked about here in the Scripture. The peace that's being talked about, the announcement that's being made here by the angel, is declaring that God is now declaring peace between God and, and man, and, and that's what makes this so exciting as we uh, move along here in some of these scriptures here tonight, Joel. Yeah, goodwill toward men, yeah, from from God toward man, because this, you know, this is was talking about, um, as you say, getting back to Adam and Eve and, and how uh, they had perfect peace with God, and then and then the, the the fall since ever since the fall man has been not at peace with god and in a way was needed for god's peace to return to mankind and so this baby born in a uh, born in a stable and laid in a manger uh this was god's way of bringing peace back to man and so this is god's peace and goodwill his peace and goodwill toward all of mankind uh all all summed up in this this little baby that was born and then uh, ended up going to the cross to die for the sins of mankind. And anyone who would receive Christ uh, can uh, can have uh, forgiveness of sins, and not only that, but can have life and peace. And uh, it's, it's a gift of God's grace. You know, uh, a lot of times when I write emails, I don't really le- uh, write letters anymore, I guess. Well, every once in a while I write a thank you letter or something like that. But um, when I'm signing my emails, a lot of times I write grace and peace to you. And a, a, a lot of times what Paul did in his epistles, he would start off things because they did things wrong back then. Uh, they started with, uh, you know, this is Paul, uh, grace and peace to you. I like to do that at the end of my letters. This is Joel, but I like to do it at the end because they did it wrong back then. Actually, I think we probably do it wrong today because you, you would think that the person should know who's writing the letter right out from the start. So maybe Paul did it right. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> grace and peace. When I say grace and peace uh, to you, it, it's it's uh, it's it's more than just um, just a saying to me. I really mean God's grace and God's peace 
to the person that I'm writing. Uh, because peace is something that we can have. It's, it's not something we have to long for. It's something that we've received as, you know, as part of God's goodwill toward men. His peace that's come to us in Jesus Christ. And so my hope and my prayer for people is that they experience in, in reality this grace and this peace that God's given us. And Paul certainly did share a lot about God's peace. One of those scriptures I really like, Joel, is uh, in Romans 5.1. We've mentioned it from time to time. Paul said in Romans 5.1, Therefore, being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. That word justified, the way I understand it, uh, has the same root as the word righteous. In other words, it could, it could read something like this. Uh, Therefore, being made righteous by faith, we have peace with God. You know, if we understand that we're righteous, we're going to be at peace with God. And more importantly, as we were talking about in Luke, God will be at peace with each individual as they understand that they've been declared righteous through Jesus Christ. And then you no longer have to live in fear and fear of judgment, fear of death. You know, I think it's in Hebrews that said that man was subject to a bondage all of his lifetime and is subject to that bondage without the knowledge of Christ. And that, that bondage is the fear of death. Uh, but if you understand that you're, you're righteous, you have peace, and, and fear just seems to, to wither away. That's the truth, you know, and one thing I like to contrast, you know, I love what you're bringing up here, Romans 5.1, and, you know, we have, having been justified, having been declared righteous by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, I like to sometimes just contrast this with replacing the true words here with the false words, such as, therefore, having been justified by having done all the right things, uh, therefore, by having been justified by having gotten this Christian life down pat, uh, therefore, having been justified by, and, and you name it, any anything that we could do, you know, that's just a lie. It's just not the truth. But it says, having been justified, having been declared righteous by faith, simply by trusting in the finished work of Jesus Christ, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, and through whom we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand. It's all a gift. It's all because of the blood of Jesus Christ. Well, it's what everybody is looking for. I mean, how often do you turn on the news or TV or radio or anything else, uh, go to the Sunday school class? Almost everywhere you go, pe- people want peace. Uh, I had the news on tonight, and, uh, you know, the, the president is, is over in the Middle East at this time as, as we record, and, and, and they're talking about peace. And, and that's not the kind of peace we're talking about here tonight, but I guess my point is that people somehow or another, even if they don't understand what it is, they they long for that. Uh, they they long for peace, and ultimately, a true peace can only be found in in an uh, understanding and and at least some sort of knowledge and and faith in in Jesus Christ and and His work. He has done all the work, as you said, Joel. It, it, it is a gift. Uh, you don't have to try to work to get this peace. You you can you can just simply receive it and accept it. And as we were talking about, if you understand that God is no longer angry at you, no matter what you've done, he loves you. And, and because of righteousness, judgment, uh, it's, it's been satisfied. I mean, uh, justice has been done through Jesus Christ. He, he paid the price that was necessary for our peace, uh, for our righteousness, for our forgiveness, for our, our eternal life. It, it's all been taken care of. 
And that's what makes this such good news. The gospel, good news, this is great news. And if more people could just begin to understand that the work has already been done, God did it all, all we have to do is trust that finished work. There's nothing that we can add to it. Once we begin to, to, to relate to that, uh, peace comes and uh, a whole lot of joy and, and other blessings will come into your life as well. Yeah, you're hitting on something really good there. Just, you know, everybody uh, wants to know that they're right with God. Everybody wants to know, you know, has this desire to, to just know that they're okay with God. And I think there are a lot of people, unfortunately, who who live their daily lives uh, having become Christians, you know, having trusted in in Jesus Christ and the work that he's done, but yet carrying around this this heavy load of guilt and and wondering if if they're okay with God, wondering if and and you may even, you know, have known about God's grace for a long time. Uh you may have, you know, walked in in an understanding of God's grace and yet you still have this thing where I just I just don't feel like I've done enough. Uh, I, I feel that I've, I've received such grace. How come my life hasn't changed uh, like the way I think it should? And there's all kinds of doubts uh, that can come uh, in our thoughts and, you know, condemnation that might fall upon us. But the truth, we need to always go back to the truth of Scripture and what God has told us through his holy scriptures, through the Apostle Paul, through Jesus Christ, through the angels who uh, who declared it on that day when Christ was born. Uh, this is God's peace that he's giving to us. Peace with God, his goodwill toward man. And it's something indeed that uh, it's not dependent at all upon anything that we've done, good or bad. You know, it, And God never takes it away because of anything bad we've done. Because it's not based on our works. It's based upon the blood of Jesus Christ, his finished work. You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kepler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. 